When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Rambler Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Um, I am Black Dante on on our social media, except for Facebook, I don't really know her like that. And for today, my AKA will be, you deserve whatever bad things come to you if you wittingly watch a Chris Rock special in 2023. And I'm joined by my friends <laughs> and my co-hosts. What's up, everybody? It's me, not so newlywed PC, off a hot little seven-day ban on Twitter. Um, this is still a big groove hate account. This is still a J Prince hate account and all the J Princes, J Prince Jr., Jazz Prince, Jr. Prince, James Prince, Jamichael Prince, John Tavius Prince. If your name is J, if it start with a J and got Prince at the end, I I don't fuck with you. I wish all the ills in the world on you. Also, I don't have an AKA, but I just want to say there are no victims being three multimillionaires. Nobody is a victim. No, no, nobody. Nobody asks Jada and Will about their love life and their infidelities and their predatory behavior. Chris Rock, you deserve to get slapped. You're a terrible human being. All three of y'all is losers. If you ask me, you know, fuck y'all. Valid points. points. None of y'all lost anything in all of this situation. Um, but Adrian is here. Our favorite, our favorite, uh, our legal counsel who gets us together and keeps us from uh getting any cease and desist around here hey adrian <laughs> hey y'all this is adrian aka the county clerk that filed drew and ralph's divorce petition ah! Six, 61 minutes apart went on Baby lunch the, and came back and did ralph the pettiness the is petty in i just want to say that the pettiness is pettying and we're going to get to that we're going to talk about it we know that the girls are either filming Atlanta or just finished filming. Mm-hmm. So they should be coming up the hatch pretty soon, right? Yeah. Also, it's confirmed that Mary Crosby is back for the next season of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And it's very weird that Mimi Foss is sending cryptic messages to Drew and Ty. Drew Sedora yeah, and her on again, off again lover, fine ass Ty, who played in the WNBA. But Mimi is not, you know what? That's problematic. And I'm going to save it for the paywall next week because I got I thoughts that. and opinions on Mimi's, uh, how she carries on in relationships with women to compare to how she be getting dogged out by these niggas. Yeah. Please it. subscribe to the Patreon. Please subscribe to the Patreon. $5 is going to get you everything you want and more. Okay. We here. Well, y'all. Let's get into it. Um, Adrian said in our group chat, we got a group chat for everything. Okay. We really got do. the group chat. And Hashtag I'm not keep it anonymous. And I don't apologize because my group chat 
has my our group chats have kept me from being suspended permanently. Little seven True. days was light because some of the shit we be saying permanent suspension. So forever the wise words from our nigga Curtis. Hashtag keeping an eye missing. Shout out to Curtis. We love you and we miss you and all of those good things. We gonna bring the funny. And your name always. But Adrian said in the group chat, basketball wives was not holding her interest. And I'm inclined to agree, I honestly. Can, I can understand why. I'm a little invested because I just remember all of the bullshit that happened. And it's very interesting to see them try to re- rewrite history on how this is playing out. Because in all of this, Jennifer Williams is the snake. So it is very interesting to see everybody clicking up with her against Malaysia. And I do not understand why. All because that woman likes to keep her personal business to herself. When y'all have a, you hoes have a habit of throwing people personal business back in their face. We just saw Jen do it about the foreclosure shit. And it's interesting to me that y'all got an issue with Malaysia, but y'all are comfortable being around British scamming ass. This bitch stealing everybody's social security number. This who you want to <laughs> confide in? I'll take it a step further, Candace. Candace, it's kind of kind of uh, wild today on Malaysia when Jack Christie is right there. Because if we want to talk about, you know, longstanding, you know, issues and people who keep up shit, like Jen and, and Snakes, like Jen is probably number one, but Jackie is a, a smooth number two. Jackie is a terrible person. Yeah. Jackie Christie is a terrible person. And I, I don't understand play while trying to, she need a pacemaker around her neck. <laughs> I'm a peacemaker, but it still stands. <laughs> Both <laughs> are true. Pacemaker was the perfect Freudian slip, if we being honest. <laughs> Jackie and slip, if you will. Um, <laughs> you are so. You can't slip and slide on that neck. <laughs> Y'all are horrible. You, horrible. Certainly, you for certainly can. You for certainly can. <laughs> But all jokes aside, or rather get back to the jokes. Like for me, I can understand because I, I do agree with Candace that men Candace are a bit more invested because we, you know, know the history or um, at least recently the build up to this shit. But at the same time, I can understand the the uh, lack of in uh, the lack of attention because it is kind of jarring and honestly ridiculous to see them play like revisionist history in our face and allow the likes of fucking Jackie Christie to have a fucking, I don't even know what she called the damn shit, um, a sit down to like air out. A ponderosa. Yeah, a, a ponder bullshit is what it was. It was like you, because you 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 know what type you know what type of snake Jen is. This is the most same motherfucker that Malaysia literally threw a goddamn table at. Was the meeting really called a ponderosa? Yeah, yeah, she called it a ponderosa. Instead like of the saying, buffet like, play? Yeah, a ponderosa. Yeah, that's what she called it. That's how old that bitch is. Instead of saying, let's just have a sit down and figure <laughs> shit out. She referenced the rest This of bitch is using mid, mid-century language to have get-togethers. I just, for, like, again, Jackie keeps up a lot of shit. And Jackie has a really nasty history with her own kids. So I'm just so... I'm wondering why y'all keep bringing this older, toxic, nasty-ass woman around these women much younger than her for her to be unkind to them. Because, like, I feel like later in the season, I've seen previews of her cussing Jen the fuck out and talking to her like a piece of shit. And it's just like, this is the same Jackie Christie that y'all feel is a peacekeeper. She's messy. 
there's nothing peaceful about Jackie Christie. She seeks to bring up mess. She's old. She's bored. Her kids don't want to have shit to do with her. Her husband finds her to be fucking annoying. And he is so glad that she got this fucking TV show so she could stop following him all around the country like a fucking puppy dog. I was going to say he'll do it. Be gone more than anybody I've ever seen. Because <laughs> he's smart. <laughs> Niggas is yeah. smart. Yeah, have we even seen? Where the last time we seen Doug even make a cameo appearance on the damn show? We haven't for a long time. <laughs> we haven't for a long time. And and I want British again. I want you to. This is my thing about scammers. Good scammers, it take them a minute to get caught. Typically, you know, when they making the pieces connect. But when you do get caught, I got the same advice for you. I got for Jen Shaw. Take your L and fucking sitting up here to acting like you don't know why the fuck you got these charges. You know what the fuck you was doing. You know when you put in somebody's social security number and it wasn't yours. Like where where are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> Wasn't she a part of another scam too? Like against the I want to say the NBA, like their little health thing or something. I, pr- or I wouldn't be surprised. Case. Okay, could could have been. Okay. We just gonna say yes because she already getting charged for fraud. And you don't just wake up one day and you you get charged for fraud. You've been doing fraud for a minute before you got caught. Okay. And so I just also slip. didn't under- talk about Malaysia. Don't tell her business. Yeah, because you trying to use her social security number, poo poo. You trying to open <laughs> some credit cards in her names, boo boo kitty. You're not slick. You don't give a fuck about what's going on in Malaysia personal life. You want to see what type of credit you can establish in her name. You trying to run it up at Saxon Nordstrom, Tika butt. Which Malaysia, Malaysia, Miss Mamas. I hope what we're not hearing on these interwebs is true. I hope it's not true. They say that house that just went into foreclosure that Jen outed you about was a house that Pastor Jamal Bryant, a.k.a. Pastor Holy Dick, was paying for. Oh, not Holy Horror paying mortgages. Oh, he didn't even pay Giselle. So you got one up on a, on a bitch. Another bitch with neck rings. <laughs> you a fucking... They also say that the reason Giselle Bryant cannot stand Phaedra Parks is because Jamal Bryant is Mr. Chocolate. Yeah, that's been a, a long a rumor for a long time. I believe it. Believe yeah, it. I mean, Let me uh, tell you something. It's a reason. How can I say this without being rude? Fuck it, I'm going to just be rude. Typically, people don't like to be a part of churches where the pastor is single. <laughs> They they got it in their mind that these that pastors need to be family men and they need to have a first lady who sit on the deaconess board. Jamal Bryant has not entertained the thought of remarrying anybody down to his slovenly ass ex-wife Giselle. And we're getting to that bitch in a minute because I oh I got a drag in my spirit for you, bitch. And and Andy, because y'all don't do y'all due diligence. And I'm just that's weird to me. But anyways, I just it makes sense. I'm sorry, Malaysia is hella fine. She that is a beautiful woman, always has been. But y'all got to stop depending on these motherfucking men like that. If if it ain't in writing legally, you need to be keeping your paper straight. And also, I wonder if the house was in her name. Oh, now that's nasty. If he put had a house in her name and didn't pass, so now that foreclosures on her record, that is nasty. That's what I'm wondering because you know. Jen said her home was foreclosed on. Otherwise, it would have been Jamal Bryant's whose house got foreclosed on. 
So if that was in her name, mm-mm. I see why she ran back to LA. But I'm just get get motherfucking Janeiro Pargo on child support and go about your day, baby. He got NBA coach money. You shouldn't be struggling. Which trying honestly, to play nice. Which honestly is hilarious considering that nigga's level of talent. That's me. Um, I understand leaving the show. I do. Because there is nothing you could do with a bitch like Jen constantly being in your circle but fight her every time you see her like there really isn't i i think jennifer williams is so nasty and truly very nasty for somebody who had a nasty breakup on on the show as well and a nasty divorce where eric williams was throwing drinks and shit in her face much like jackie christie brought up a few weeks ago so i just think it's really nasty to bring up somebody's home going into foreclosure when you know that they're a single parent you know and i and don't we know, even as former NBA wives, that, that they probably have their own rumor mill. And that shit makes its rounds that Janeiro Pargo don't pay no child support, don't look out for Malaysia in no capacity. I'm sure she knew that. So when she told everybody that girl house was in foreclosure, she did it to be nasty. Yeah, she, I mean, this, and, is the, this is the same person that um, was talking mad shit about uh, her former Her friend. best friend's daughter. Yeah, exactly. Evelyn, so. Clarifying so I, was there never an order for child support or he, he just don't pay it? She never went to court to establish it, talking about she was trying to be peaceful and, and keep peace for co-parenting. The most I'm peaceful thing you can do in, co- in co-parenting is to pay, get your fucking, pay, take care of your kids financially. So she just signed away her rights to child support because no case that's going to go through the courts, they're going to address child support unless you explicitly well, say you don't want them to. I'm inclined to walk back what I just said because she said she's going to be suing him to get her back child support. Okay, so there well. was an order. So he probably just, just doesn't okay. pay it. He okay. doesn't. He just doesn't pay it because you got to sue to. If you got to sue to get something back, it was ordered at some point. So you know. Okay. And also, I just I don't know. I would lead a show because I would want to fight Jennifer Williams every time I see her. There would be no cordial. There would be no coexisting amongst the same friend circles. I'm going to beat her ass every time I see her. Because I know the bitch can't fight. Again, She's I scary. Just, I would just like to keep bringing this up, my lady. I already done threw a chair. No, a table. A table. A table. A table. Um, And then, I see Brandy, your relationship is on the rocks. And I'm going to tell you how I could tell. Because you spend too much time in everybody else's business. Your relationship is not where you need it to be. You trying to dictate who can and can't be friends with Malaysia and shit like that. You need to get a life. Has her relationship ever been off the rock? Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Important question. But it's got to be super rough because she too invested in who Duffy could be friends with. And I'm glad Duffy's standing her own ground. You hoes can't dictate to me who I could be friends with. Period. Me and Malaysia have had our ups and downs, but we are choosing to move beyond that and build a friendship. And ain't shit you bitches could do about it. You hoes are too old to be trying to bully people into who they can and can't be friendships with. If a person is not a good person, you'll see it eventually. Ask Jeremy. <laughs> Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> also, to, to, piggyback and, to piggyback and add on to that, um, especially considering the context of this show where you motherfuckers will be friends one season and then enemies the next season and then bad friends the, ne- the following season. So it really don't damn matter. It don't. It don't. But that's all I had for Basketball Lives. And I would like for us to move on to Love and Marriage DC because, and shout out to Carlos King. He retweeted me 
last night because I I do feel like this season of Love and Marriage DC is what season one should have been. And it's giving me housewives vibes before the ladies started becoming paid actresses and lying and hiding, you know, things going on in their personal lives and shit. That's what this season of Love and Marriage DC is giving me. It's giving, there's drama, but we're also getting an inside look at their lives and what they have going on. Good, bad, or indifferent. But isn't that usually how like the first couple of seasons of really like any show, uh, any reality show, like they're not as comfortable or know how to play the quote unquote game. So they're more authentic. And then as you get past that, then that's when the fake storylines and stuff start coming in. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it's taken a while for like, like housewives to get there. Like, I don't know what go on in none of these women's lives on how on Atlanta no more. Um, I think some of the women, we still get to see it on Potomac, but not the ones who are always calling for everybody else to be transparent in how they live. Mm. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm really good. And I'm really glad that this season of love and marriage DC is very transparent. And even at the expense of looking like a dickhead, shout out to you, Big Jamie. I smack your motherfucking ass across that bald head. Yes. Wizard Kelly head having ass. But I do, I do no. not like that. Mm-mm. I know I, I say it every I time we record. No, I do not like the nigga because the nigga will step up in one area and be a total dickhead in another area. Because while we here, okay, I'm really glad him and little Jamie have continued therapy. I'm really glad that little Jamie is finding purpose in life. That was a really proud moment for me. And he ain't even my kid finding purpose. I thought it was just me. I teared up a little bit when he was like, oh, I see what I have, but what they didn't have and started a a coat drive. drive. Three days in, you not waiting around to complain about the problem, you seeing it and you addressing it. And I respect that. I respect that. And shout out to Quick. I mm-hmm. feel like Quick does a lot in his community. I feel like yeah. he does a whole lot that we probably even don't see about in his community. And he's very serious about that. And so I like the fact that he's willing to match whatever little Jamie was able to put together for the code drive. They were going to match it. You know what I'm saying? Why Big Jamie ain't get the police department involved? Why they ain't held with the- they going to put trackers in the codes? There you go, Adrian. Don't be like Sean um, uh, basketball-wise ankle monitor. um i like i said i do like i do like how quick parents like and i a part of me feels like ashley is a like they two they different they both have had similar struggles but how they address them are differently and i do again we talked about this earlier in the season a 15 year old should be able to get themselves up for school and get dressed in the morning on time right and I don't care the- what Ashley is saying or talking about that's your son. He going to be my son when he when he set his own alarm clock and get his ass up like he's supposed to, too. And as a parent, sometimes the hardest thing is letting your kids face natural consequences. Let's so if he's not it. getting himself if he's not getting himself up for school and that's hindering something in school or he's going to have consequences in school. Let him have those. Yeah. Let him have those. You want you want your kids to experience natural consequences in the most protected environment possible. Yeah. You don't want them out here on their own getting natural consequences. You really don't. I agree. Well said. Well said. Um. Now, I <laughs> I don't like Shirella. 
I don't. I don't like her. I'm in the same boat with Arena in regards to having a friendship with Winter, knowing just how nasty Winter has been to your longtime friend, Ashley. To me, that's a conflict of interest. And much like I said, I'm not here to tell nobody who they can and can't be friends with. But if we are longstanding friends and you know how disrespectful and vile this woman was and that she really kicked it off because she got caught in a lie, you becoming friends with her knowing she trying to make diss songs and all kind of shit. I'm going to have a little side eye for you. I ain't going to tell you what you can and can't do. But I'm definitely going to start moving accordingly based on that type of behavior. Yeah. I ain't going to tell you what you can and can't do, but I am going to notice that you're being goofy as fuck and weird. Yeah. Because that's weird. And I'm going to protect myself. And that's weird. And I, I feel it's like... Weird. I feel like Sherelle, I feel like I feel like she acting out like that and being so defensive and like, I ain't talking to you, bitch. And blah, 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 blah. I feel like she doing that because she knows she's being weird and goofy, but she don't want to ex- own, own take accountability for the fact that she's being weird and goofy. Because I feel like she know good and damn well that if she was on the other foot, she would have a big problem. Yeah. Also, why are you so caught up over the word shady? That girl described your husband as shady, period. You don't have no smoke for joy, but you've been mad at Arena for 47 days and 47 nights. While also because not, she used because she used the word properly. While also not understanding or refusing to understand the fact that why people have an issue with you being a friend so buddy buddy with Winston. Like if little Tommy. Also, and being on some weird, my man, my man, my man would never lie shit. Let me tell you something. Every, I watched the episode before yesterday's episode back. And that nigga still, his whole explanation don't make sense. The drummer was also the business manager. The drummer quit. You was ha- handling the business. The drummer wanted to come back. But for the sole purpose of handling the business, your bandmates didn't see it as a good idea. You pull rank. And they end up leaving the band. Like, come on, there's something you're not telling us, and you sitting in our face lying. It's something about that drummer that was shady. The drummer that quit. Also, why is the why is the band person being tasked with being a business manager? Hire some fucking body to to be your business and road ma- manager and all that shit. I don't want the drummer handling the books either. You're right. Like. Like some, it's something that you're not telling us, and you by you not being forthcoming and upfront, then I'm inclined to agree with Joy, because that don't make no sense. A drummer coming back just to be a business manager, or was that drummer coming back to replace the drummer that helped make that tour a success? Oh, and letting somebody dictate when they quit and when they come back—that's a bad habit in business. If you out, you out. Stay out. That's it. That's all. If you out, you out. Um, I'm glad Arena had a successful wig launch event. And I will, I will be honest, her hair don't never look bad to me. It don't. She's a, she's a very, she's a very well put together woman, except for that nigga she lay next to every night, every night. That's messy. But outside of that, she's a very well put together woman to have three adult children. Very, very good looking man. Always dressed nicely. Hair always look good. But your husband is a fuck nigga and a hater. Because in what world do you get drunk as fuck at your wife's launch event and then start acting a fucking idiot over making couples content? Y'all, you nigga, you are 60 and we better make some. I don't have to make shit with you, bro. I don't like no messy drunk, be it a man or a woman. I don't like no messy drunk. Yeah, like if you're not a relaxed drunk, get from around me with that bullshit. Mm -mm. I ain't like that. 
And when she tried to hold him accountable, he started gaslighting her in next preview. Here yep. you go, trying to be the victim. Nigga, you embarrassed me at my at my wig launch event. He in front of bitches that I don't in front of bitches about, I don't oh, truly, truly fuck with. Your friends. You doing this because you in front of your friends. So he was gaslighting her in that moment. Then like in front of bitches I don't mess with for real. I'll slap the fuck out you. He should have. He can't never just get his shit together. Mm-mm. That's how I know he was a cop. He just think he could do whatever the fuck he want to do when he want to do it, how he want to do it. He don't care about the consequences or how it impacts people around him, people that love him or anything. He's just mean as fuck. We've seen him get drunk and talk extremely nasty about his fucking son. And now we've seen him get drunk and and be totally belligerent to his fucking wife as something that was really important to her. This nigga is a loser. Bad to hell luck, everybody. Prayers down. Prayers down. But yeah. I am enjoying this season and I can't wait for the big blow up. Um, Alicia and Joy. Girl, Joy, sit down. You you ain't but a minute new in this friend group. Don't nobody got shit to say about you yet. Just pump your motherfucking brakes. And I do not give a fuck about Winter entertaining no hotel. Honestly, I'm brand, to be honest. Yeah, she got poor decision making anyway, so it won't be long before she married to that nigga and he, he running her pockets like that old nigga did. But she be thinking she hit a lick. But yeah, I, mean, she, I don't give she, a fuck about she, y'all she setting her up with nobody. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I didn't care about none of that, honestly. All of a sudden, you're gonna be seeing her wearing a koofy bonnet outside. Mm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Scam Jilla Davis. <laughs> All right, write that down. Oh, <laughs> y'all want to move on because clearly, can't yes. Be <laughs> yep, let's go. Real Housewives of Potomac reunion part two, and mm. all the other mess that's been transpiring. Before we start, I would like to say I appreciate them waiting for Black History Month to be over before hitting us with all this coonery and buffoonery. I really (laughs) do appreciate that. You know, sometimes the universe be working. Because Lord, Mm -hmm. if they would have done this during Black History Month, it would have been the worst one ever. It was already the worst one ever. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say something about this colorism segment. And don't get me wrong. Candace has been one of my favorites in this season. Her and Wendy. Um, that's really about it. I think Karen got off light this season, you know, and if we gonna get another season like that, Karen could be moved to a friend of the show. But I don't think they would do that to her because she's got such a dedicated fan base on the show. But nobody nobody had the license to have that conversation because nobody dug deep enough to really pull up some shit to prove that Robin and Giselle are colorists and the whole thing like i hate when people do this and they be like i'm not racist i got a black friend that's what giselle did how i'm colorist i'm raising brown daughters barely they can't fucking stand you (laughs) after the reunion aired a a article was pulled up about giselle's uh father being colorist as fuck and calling the woman Aunt Jemima and all kind of disparaging shit because she beat him fair and square in a political race. That colorist shit is indoctrinated in that girl. She was brought up to believe that even though she's black and somebody else may be black, as long as she has fair skin, long hair, and light eyes, she is the prize. And one of the things that we have seen repeatedly on this show, she cannot stand women darker than her who have a better life than her. 
Giselle's pride and glory, her shining glory on this fucking is literally being on this show. That woman don't have shit else going for her outside of a snooze fest of a fucking podcast. I agree with you. Uh, I don't think Candace should have been leading that conversation. And according to Candace, she voted to have a moderator and everybody else didn't want to have. And I don't think I don't think it should have been a choice. There should have been a moderator because if they already don't like Candace, how can she lead any type of conversation that'll get them to see how her treatment might be colorism. That doesn't make sense. They should have just brought someone in to lead that conversation because they could have had examples of, of things and had a better grasp of the conversation to really be able to contribute it. Like, and then to have it be like two minutes or so, like, no, they could have scrapped Robin Lyon for wine and gave us at least a half an hour of a conversation on colorism. Absolutely. Um, the... I think the best part of part two of this reunion was truly the the blinders and the and the filters being stripped off of how nasty Giselle is because she she finally said it with her chest she didn't care that Wendy was assaulted by Mia because she don't like Wendy and to me that was that's a nasty stance to take because you don't like somebody because you wanted Monique's head on a fucking plate. But because her and Candace was pushing and shoving. Mm-hmm. And so I think we finally really get to see just how nasty of a soul Giselle is. And Robin, you are fucking boring. Just nothing about you is exciting. She's always... Even the way you explain that just the shit between Wendy and Mia is still boring, still a lie. If you don't want to fight, maybe you should... Nah, if anything... You should have been telling me a girl, you're going to get yourself knocked the fuck out doing shit like that. Especially yep, when you have a thing. history, especially when Robin has a history of being fucking aggressive with other women on the show Fair. and getting in their face and doing all that kind of shit. I mean, what, Rob, never forget, Robin was about to whoop uh, Ashley ass on their own restaurant. And yep. when she fucked up... Uh, <laughs> When uh, the whole umbrella shit with her and Monique, like Robin has several instances of her being really aggressive, really antagonistic, and nobody has called her out about it. But Wendy responding to Mia's blatant lies and allegations is her being aggressive, her being antagonistic, and her deserving to be assaulted by Mia multiple times. And Mia, you, Wendy, you a better bitch than me because I would have snatched that hoe at that reunion. I would have came with my chucks on so I could snatch that hoe off that couch. I would have showed her just what type of bitch I really am. But you, you, a, you a sophisticated lady who got a lot to lose, I guess, over there hanging out with uh, Scamala Harris and shit like that. But listen, <laughs> I would have beat Mia the fuck up. Beautiful gowns. I'd have beat me up. Mia would be scared of me. I would have gave them all the rhyme and the reason. Because it's it's really silly because they could have maintained some type of moral standing and still not liked Wendy. Because they could have waited till Wendy, once Wendy left, to be like Mia. Now, I don't, I wasn't going to say nothing in front of Wendy. Cause I don't fuck with her like that, but you was dead ass wrong for that. You and she should have whooped your ass for that. And you might want to be careful in the future. Y'all could have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, but it's been so much mess. We had to make a list of shit. And I want to talk about Jacqueline and Mia exposing each other. And I'm really glad Andy finally called Mia to the carpet. Like, 
you got a whole lot to say about sleeping with married man for you to have fucked your married man when he was married to somebody else. I think Jacqueline won that round up because me ain't pull out one actual receipt. And if a bitch would have unloaded the chopper on me like that, I would have dumped them receipts every fucking where I would have handed them out to the whole couch. Y'all want to see? Y'all want to see this? We all she know ain't me is dumping shows. She ain't nothing but dumping shows. Because Mia made it seem like her and Jacqueline have had some type of, you know, intimate dealings with each other at some point. That was a lie. The car she claimed G, her and G bought for Jacqueline, that was a lie. She paid a note on it. Like, when somebody say they bought you a car, I'm thinking it's bought and paid for cash is mine. I ain't got no note on it. Don't you giving me a you helping me get a car, maybe co-signing, and I'm still paying a note. You ain't buy me shit. That's still a bill. Yeah, but Jacqueline also allowed herself to be played in this situation. She allowed certain narratives to go on until Mia started spilling her real tea. And then she like, hold up, bitch. This ain't what I signed up for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And it seems like Mia is begging for the friendship back and Jacqueline is like, mm, get somebody else to do it. Well, if what Peter's ex-girlfriend was saying in the interview was any type of indication, Mia can't sustain friendships with people at all. And it shows. It shows. She's a fucking weirdo. She is a weirdo. I'm not at all shocked by that. I, I'm not shocked. Not shocked at all. Speaking of Peter... What did y'all, so much has come out. First things first, what is this assault case with Peter going on? What is this about? Well, it's not going on anymore. Um, the charges were dismissed against him, but it was supposed to have been like some altercation between him and a patron that he knows. So not like a stranger, but a patron at bar one in Baltimore, I believe. And it turns out um, the person that alleged that he assaulted her was Tammy Rivera's cousin or was related to her in some type of way. But it was said that Peter was really drunk and she confronted him about something and he like choked her for 30 seconds. Mm. Um, But they they went uh, to court and everything and the charges were dismissed. So I don't know. Mm. Boy, these these niggas know who to play with because Peter would be deceased. Deceased her. You wouldn't be here no more. <laughs> Old ass Jamaican motherfucker putting his hands on me. You sound a fuck dumb. I will air this bitch out for sure. Then he's into it with, with G and Mia. And I don't think anybody believe Peter fucked Wendy. That's the crazy part about it. I don't believe anybody believe Peter would dip that Wendy would dip out on Happy Eddie with his fine ass for fucking Peter Thomas. Like, come on now. And and we know for sure that if 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 Wendy was gonna step out on her marriage, I I highly believe she got enough sense that it would not be with somebody connected to somebody that she don't really fuck with, like Mia. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure at some point they had dinner together because hell, Peter was trying to scam her out of three, four hundred thousand dollars. I mean, the video that Mia put out of them having dinner was already on his Instagram when it happened. And if I'm not mistaken, she's wearing the same outfit that she was wearing when she met with him for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on now. Like, let's not be ridiculous here. Nah, Peter messy, but he not. I'm going to catch a lawsuit messy. Because Mia making that accusation and then saying, oh, I saw a tape. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I need, I'm not saying Mia lying, but Mia had us believing for her first two seasons that G was a was a sex, a sex stallion, didn't she? They just be fucking and sucking any and everything, doing any and everything, all up in the champagne room. Now it's, oh, you only said that because, you know, Gordon can't perform like he used to. According to you, he was beating your back out. Girl, she threw her back out with that reap. But that's what she always does. When she's confronted, then she becomes a victim. Because I can remember during the taping of the reunion, I believe she like tweeted something like, oh, all these things that you may make fun of me for is me surviving all this blah, 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 blah. Like, so this is what she does. And she can save it for me, quite frankly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and also, Gordon, you not only are you old, you see now, because at no point did Peter say he don't know y'all like that. He said he don't know Wendy like that. He said that there was never anything going on. It was always respectful, always about business. And that Mia was being thirsty to stay relevant on the show and have a storyline and using that, you know, to to get it. And I do agree. He definitely used their friendship. He probably confided in them that he sat down with Wendy to talk business. And Mia definitely tried to run it up the flagpole like it was something you know, fact and not fiction. But he never said he don't know y'all or don't fuck with y'all. That never came out his mouth. So telling everybody that he borrowed money from you because he was broke and one of his businesses was suffering. I mean, that's not the drag you think it is because we already know Peter can't run a business to save his fucking life. We've been knew that. We've been, we've been called that, which is why we was like, Wendy girl, don't you dare. This motherfucker talking about he can make you a millionaire. He not even one. <laughs> You didn't eat that up. Put your plate back. Old ass buzzard. Speaking of um, speaking of old buzzards, Michael Darby. <laughs> Ciao. Well, more like senior citizen. What? You have openly cheated on your wife with both men and women. You have been accused multiple times of being sexually inappropriate with men that are part of the crew of the show. You have made statements about wanting to suck Juan Dixon's dick. There is no way you would ha- you can get anybody to believe that Candace reiterating it had an effect on your reputation. I don't believe that at all. If anything, I do not. If anything is look, if it's not the consequences of my own actions and behavior. I think I do think that this is about Candace bringing up the fact that the ladies never held Michael's feet to the fire or Ashley's feet to the fire when not, when these allegations were coming out against Michael. But now all of a sudden, you know, trying to act like Chris uh, Bassett did something to Giselle when he absolutely did not. That's yeah. what I think this is about. I think, that, but he won't he won't say that in a lawsuit. She keep bringing up the fact that I've been accused of sexual assault. But I which, feel like this, that is exactly what it's about. Which any judge worth their First of all, if this even goes, you know, and I'm not saying the thing, which I don't think it will. But, like, any judge or whatever worth their assault would be like, well, motherfucker, it's not defamation to bring up shit that you actually did or was accused of. Like, we got the tapes. Multiple. This is you. You did this. Yeah, like I a, just... Oh, go ahead, oh, go ahead. Ahead. I don't... He can't... I can't see the way he could meet the burden of proof in that case that he has. Cause I mean, for it to be defamation, it has to be an actionable statement, first of all. 
And to be actionable, it has to be both false and defamatory. Michael has to prove that what Candace said was false. I don't think I don't think he can do that. And even if he can, he has to show that that type of statement would damage his reputation. And he can't he can't show. I don't think he can show that because we have season after season of all these other things sexually related. And if those didn't damage your reputation, why would this damage your reputation? I mean, the fact that he is even still on the show after the allegations is proof that that a damn thing damaged his reputation. Right. So I don't think he has it. I think this could be just to draw it out and take up Candace's money. But I don't think I don't think it, it can go anywhere because he would he also would have to prove that Candace knew that the statement was false based on his history. How would she know that the statement is false? It's very public history. Yeah, so I don't I don't think he's got it, but you never know. He's a white man in America, so you never know, but I don't think he's got it. True, true. Like stop playing with us though, because that's unnecessary. And you and your wife, wife, because y'all are still very much married. Ain't nothing going on with no divorce. Do y'all think that was just some bullshit for her to have a storyline? Cause I do. Yep. Cause again, as I've said many times. Um, because, uh, as I said many times and I've maintained this, Mega Mind had no damn plan that everybody was trying to give her, uh, for this white man. That's just who she married and that's just them kids, them racist ass kids that they stuck with. But she ain't had no damn master plan. She's just stupid. Yeah. So I, I agree with you, Candace. This, she, she, she wasn't going no damn well. She never was going anywhere. This was just, she didn't have shit else going on. So it's like, oh, let me fake act like I'm mad with this cracker. And see, fake like I'm trying to leave and get a divorce. She, she ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I think it was a for a storyline and to give a reason for why Michael wasn't filming. Also, yeah. yeah. I think, um, if I'm to be honest, I think he cheated again when they weren't filming, and this gave her an opportunity to do a whole breakup storyline. And by him not being on the show, nobody was itching to bring up any more cheating rumors. Mm-hmm. Like. He was out of sight, out of mind. But I don't think they're getting divorced. I think they're still very much married. I don't want to use the word happily because he he wants to have an open marriage and she doesn't. But they're very much so married. She don't have her shit together to actually be able to leave him. She's at his mercy, which is why they buying houses in the LLC and all type of bullshit. Houses that she can't afford. Dumb it. Bitch just dumb. All that head and ain't a damn thing. Okay. And what's this about Michael having all this land in Somalia? I haven't completely gone down the rabbit hole on it. So I only know a little bit about it. But he's supposed to have like something like close to 43% of the land in Somalia he owns or is in a group that owns it. So let me finish some more research and then I'll come back with the rest of it. So a typical colonizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he buying land and Ashley can't afford a house on damn shame. Damn, damn shame. He buying land close. and she can't put a house on the land. Mm. Not without it being in the LLC. Mm. <laughs> We're going to close out with talking about Katie Ross, who has made some very damning accusations about Cha-Cha, a.k.a. Sharice Jordan. And she's saying that they slept together. And she they slept together while she was married. And Katie lied for her so that it wouldn't mess up you know, whatever was going on in the divorce. If, did, if there's any be... truth to this, bring Katie back now. 
No. Right now. Leave, right Katie, now, nah, right leave now. Katie where she is at. Leave now, her where Katie back at. now. No, leave I her need out, to know please. what made her when what made her bump coochies with Sharice because Sharice, mm-mm. Like, I'm trying to figure out the logistics I know them shoulders. Them shoulders. I, I know them shoulders are... <laughs> Them shoulders get to quivering like a, a 7.0 magnitude earthquake when she having an orgasm. Them shoulders will quiver a house frame down to the ground. Lord <laughs> Jesus. <where> <laughs> I am just hollering. Them shoulders is just shaking up and down. I'm hollering at the fact that me and Candace want the chaos and Adrian is like, no, nah, we don't play with demons. <laughs> Cause she, mm-mm, nah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No, because she just relapsed not too long ago. No, nah, Katie need to go stay stocking her shelves at Whole Foods and truly heal. <laughs> I mean, because it's fun, because it's like it's a storyline I would want to see, just not involving none of them evil bitches that are on the Real Housewives of Potomac. You know, actually, that's a good point, honestly. Now, with any, can you can you imagine? Can you imagine yeah. Ashley Giselle? Yeah. Robin, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't want to jeopardize nobody's sobriety in their life just to get a few chuckles. I would be entertained. Like, don't get me wrong. I would be entertained because she would gather them bitches frequently. And she called Ashley all kind, all types of dumb, and she was right. Yeah, the last I, time she was on the show. Yeah. She don't be wrong. She don't be wrong. But no, nah, leave it. Let her heal. Yeah, she probably need to heal from messing with Sharice's damn shoulders. Could you heal? <laughs> Listen, she had to do some. If if that's true, here yeah, she had to do some 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 very strange angles to get around them shoulders. Go to hell, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get out of here, though, Ralph and Drew filed for divorce from each other, and at first they said Ralph filed first, but Drew filed sixty-one minutes ahead of Ralph, and we all saw this coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw it coming. We all knew it was coming. And this is the thing. You could lie as much as you want to. You could live in denial as much as you want to. Them cameras are, them cameras see through you. We could see through some bullshit as viewers on these shows. Nothing about Ralph and Drew said happily married or wanting to even be happily married and willing to do the work to get there. They can't stand each other. And Adrian made a great point. She called it out. She knew this was coming because what'd you say, Adrian? He didn't want to he do didn't what? Adopt, he didn't want to adopt her son. They've been together all them years and he never wanted to adopt that baby. He always had one foot out the door, honestly. Yeah, one foot, one foot and one dick out the door, if we're being honest. For sure. And and you Drew stated he, his body was out the door. He only had a, a nigga, left a out. nigga named Ralph was being abusive to Drew, according to the filing papers. That he had it. recently started putting his hands on her, and I believe it. Yeah, I believe I, it as well. And then if he not fuck nigga enough for that, he wants to have he wants to keep their house and get and kick her and the kids out because he's the sole person that has made those payments on that house. And he wants so? 50% of her music, any money made for her music, which I did not know music from Drew was still a thing, but hey, whatever. He I was about to say, how you dollar. gonna get how you gonna get 50% of 25 cents? So that, that's what he wants. So he he's he's such a fuck nigga, such such one. But I I don't like to victim blame. But he been playing in her face for a very very long time, and I yep, think I think her upbringing in the church and the fact that they started dating and was married while she was pregnant with her son. 
I think that created a weird bond to him. Cause I can imagine some church lady sitting up, all oh, that man still was with you and you was carrying another man's child. That's a good man, Savannah. You go back to him and you make this work. You, we was talking about and first ladies. The rumor earlier. mill, the rumor mill is also saying that Drew cheated on Ralph with uh Ty, who is Mimi's on again, off again fiance partner. I can't think of Ty's last name, but t- she plays in the WNBA beautiful she's gorgeous honestly but Mimi was posting cryptic messages on Instagram live and shit with a picture of Drew and Ty I don't know how much I believe that and even if it's true so what a nigga named Ralph who disappeared on his wife and kids for 72 hours can't uh get mad when somebody finally get their lick back if that's what they was doing literally the lick back back. that's just literally okay she went down to the kitty lounge I think Drew finna hit her Porsche era. For sure. I hope so. I'm excited about it. I hope so. And I saw, (laughs) y'all know I'm reluctant to, kind of reluctant to think about bringing a show in that involves Tiny. Um, But that, that Escape SWV show looks pretty promising. I just, I don't like Tiny. I don't like Tiny and I don't like Clifford. You know, I I still believe... Um, he's he's not gonna be on there, but Tiny is for sure. And I just I just feel away because I know I really do believe she had a hand based on all those potential witness accounts. She definitely had a hand in what her and Ti was being accused of. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So part of me is like, damn. But I mean, we could reconvene on it and and decide if it's something we want to bring to the show because as um not SWV but Escape has long standing issues with each other. That they can't seem to fully work out. And then they say them sisters gonna be fighting. Yeah. Like physically fighting. Yeah. I'm, I might have to sign up for it, friend. I'm sorry. No, I'm, that's okay. We could bring it. We could bring it to the regular feed if we really want to, if we deem it's good enough. And my, I'm okay with it. Yeah, we definitely can. But I think that was it, y'all. Was that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the show. It. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well. We're going to be back next week. We're going to be bringing you another episode of Ratchet Reloaded. So make sure you sign up to the Patreon at the Red Noise level, $5 a month, because Derek and Monique is doing book. They taking bookings now. Mm. Mm-hmm. They was just on the radio in New York or somebody's podcast in New York. Mm. <laughs> Bye, everybody. We'll be back. I'm not finna play with Adrian. She's not getting I'm already on borrowed time with the Lord. She really trying to get me sent to hell because never mind. Bye y'all. Bye. See y'all next week. Peace.